Welcome back to the podcast, ATI Podcast. We're here with Mr. Ridge Jackson, Brandon Stewart as our guest, as well as Josh Welch Welcome, and myself, boys. as usual, Barrett. Howdy who? Well, first and foremost, I know that as soon as the news came down on the reversal of the decision of, with regards to Roe v. Wade, Brandon called me shortly after we talked on the phone a little bit. And, you know, immediately there was kind of a, a defeat in both of our voices and a huge concern. And just the fact that, you know, this is kind of the writing on the wall. They had the opinion piece that got leaked into the media several weeks back. You know, coincidentally, I kind of alluded to this being a problem on the last podcast in the open when we were talking about... Good prediction. You know, the Supreme Court and some of the decisions that they were making infringing on people's civil liberties, and it didn't stop there. And there's concerns of things going on going forward. So within 12 hours after we recorded that podcast, they turned this over on the 24th last Friday as we're recording this now. Us all being husbands, either having daughters or, you know, having close relatives or nieces or whatever the case is, you know, we we kind of took this one a little bit more personal, I think, than a lot of the other stuff that we see on a daily basis. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, of course, we're also obviously all men, so right. I want to frame this conversation, but, right. you know, we're talking about women's pre-productive rights here today, and we're just, this is our support. This is what we knew we could do. This is, you know, this is the show. This is our platform. This is what we use to, you know, that's the that's the great thing about, you know, the Bill of Rights and the First Amendment. You know, this is us exercising our free speech and support of women in general and obviously in opposition to what we think is, quite frankly, evil. Yeah. To use a term that's that... That's the best way to describe it, yeah. I mean, these, what's going on is plain evil. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, it was to the same lines that I talked about on the previous episode. It was all the conservative judges getting together, making a decision, and striking down Roe v. Wade, overturning it. Yeah. Doing the thing that they shouldn't be doing. Absolutely. Exactly right. Revisiting but, things that they've always... Especially when every single one of these motherfuckers in, in their, you know, their whatever you call it, their hearings, confirmation hearings, all, every single one of these people that voted for this decision all said that this is precedent of the land, law of the land is precedent. It's been here since the 70s. It will remain in law. You know, all they all lied, you know. Absolutely. I mean, can we not hold, I mean, is that not perjury? Can we not hold people accountable accountable for that? I mean, that's Well, (laughs) I'm sure, I'm sure there's talks of it, uh, Josh. And and the, the one thing that all of, us four know for sure is they have different privileges. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so things will be said, then they'll forget about it the next day because there'll be another school shooting right. because nobody fucking gives a fuck about taking care of those. And then everybody will forget about it because they'll be on Instagram or fucking Facebook right. and they're covered. They're right. covered. Unless we're talking about lock Hillary up because for God's <laughs> sakes, I agree. Lock that bitch up. But Jesus Christ, 
Is that the fucking right. thing? Right. We're still going on about that, yeah. Well, you know, the thing that I have to put in perspective, obviously, you know, again, we talked on the last episode, we talked about the conceal and carry in support of the carriers, if you will, in that situation that was passed, again, like 12 hours before this. So now they make a decision with such ill timing, quite frankly, considering the Uvalde, Texas thing just happened. They make a decision that people can carry guns into private places, regardless of what state laws are. Excuse me, public places. So... How does that make any sense? Now, guns and gun carriers have more rights than women do with their health choices. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, and if you look if you look back at the 90s, too, uh, this same bullshit happened uh, where there was higher crime in New York and they started loosening certain things and fucking causing more crime. So it's like. You know, I'm down for the goddamn, you know, uh, basketball jackets and shit like that. A bunch of kids run around with with yin yang signs on them cells and fucking uh alien faces like the 90s but why the fuck are we bringing back the 90s crime and bullshit like that right it it, it doesn't make any fucking sense it's, well, trying to read you know, it. it's like it's like why are we taking 20 steps forward and then taking 40 steps backwards you know what i mean like why undo everything <laughs> you know what i mean it's just like i feel like we're like systematically just undoing everything that we've made progress on right. in the last 20 years you know what i mean just undoing everything just stepping back in time it's this, unbelievable. This whole thing's a human rights issue. It's not, you know, right. it goes beyond our government. Our government right. should not be able to make decisions about what we inalienably have rights to. Of course, we have to look at historically. So I thought it was kind of fascinating. I stumbled upon um, an NPR piece that talked about whenever Roe v. Wade was decided on. Well, when was that? Well, that was January 22nd of 1973. Well, what's fascinating about that time is Nixon was president. So he was a conservative. And the court was mostly conservative. So why would a conservative president over a conservative judicial system essentially vote in favor of Roe v. Wade? They landed on the side of women's health related things was their business. They had a right to privacy. Their civil liberty. It was a part of their civil liberties. Right. I would imagine he... I would imagine he's a little bit worried about the investigation that was uh, like yeah. probing up his yeah. Watergate right yeah. around the corner. That's true, but... And he w- probably wasn't focused on that. Yeah. So the the Supreme Court decision at that time was seven two in favor. And wasn't you said it was the dominantly conservative court, right? Yeah, the dominantly yeah. conservative court. Yeah. yeah. That right there tells you the political shift in this country. People need to understand and know that these labels that we're painting on Republicans and even Democrats, they're not the same party that they were exactly fifty years ago, right. almost to the date. Now. Right. You know, so it's 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 very important to understand how polarized that the climate has become, the political climate that is, and that people are seeking political agendas. So seeking political agendas brings us to another fascinating point. You guys have already brought it up. You know, whenever they were questioned in their hearings, they being the justices of the Supreme Court, I think I counted at least four that I could find. No, I'll make that five video evidence or audio evidence uh, of the six that voted whom said that, again, what Josh said, that Roe v. Wade was precedent. So whenever you're saying that in a court hearing, essentially that is a benchmark on a decision that's already been made and they're not going to revisit it because it's already established. It's already a law. That's what precedent is in a legal sense. Right? We got that right, Brandon? Yeah, no, you you definitely do. I don't know. Legally, legally, whenever you set that precedent, most of the time what, and this is speaking to a colonel that's been a attorney for he was 26 years in retired and then did another 20 so 46 years under his belt this fucker's been yeah this motherfucker's been doing it forever and i've been talking to him uh quite a bit 
He said that the reason why they're revisiting this is because of comments made in the past because of that Texas fucking bringing this like people habitually bringing this fucking subject up yeah. because they have nothing better to do than think about other people's dead babies. Meanwhile, they're beating their wives and fucking everything else. Anyways, so we in that precedent, they set it and they hold on to it for the longest time possible. It really is not touched normally, right. but for some reason, because of that Texas law, then. Clarence Thomas, the fucking bane of our existence. <laughs> right. The uh, most conservative his, judge. And his fucking his wife is planet, fucking terrible. Evil planet of a wife fucking consumes all of the media. They they push for this to fucking happen. And they're saying, you know, oh it no, it's no big deal. It's it's not a political thing, even though it's very against what the left wants on several of these topics. Right. So it's very unusual. Yeah. So what I what I found fascinating too. Okay. So like obviously I took to some social media platforms myself, and I immediately said, you know, these guys are perjurers simply by their decision that they released. When it comes to the hearings in and of themselves, I went back and revisited some of that footage as I mentioned earlier. So we've got Alito, we've got Gorchis, we've got Amy Comey Barrett, we got Kavanaugh, and even Clarence Thomas. So there's five of your six. Amy yeah, they have all said that they this is this was precedent, but you have to listen to the wording. Yeah, it was. Tech- They're never giving you a yes or a no. It's a technicality. It's a walk around. Yeah, they said that it was based off of a technicality. I'm hating to burst everybody's bubble here right now, but we're not going to get to impeach these judges. It's not going to happen based right. on this. It's just wishful um, thinking. We'll just we just got to be realistic <laughs> about that. But yeah, that got me to thinking. Yeah, other things are wishful thinking too, Josh. <laughs> that got me to thinking when... A lot of other fucking things. When have we impeached a judge? And it's only been one time ever, and that was in 1804. It was Samuel Chase, who was a founding father. He was actually a Federalist judge that was appointed by George Washington specifically. What led to his demise? Well, in 1804... He was actually impeached, passed through the Houses, passed through the Senate with a two-thirds majority. Jefferson essentially had a hard-on for him immediately because Jefferson was a Democratic-Republican, and he was a Federalist, so they were opposing political parties. And it became extremely evident he was executing, he being Samuel Chase, was executing a political agenda. So that we might have a basis for. You know, that argument we might have a basis for. And at that time, they considered that to, quote unquote, set a precedent. That is kind of where you have gotten this, these hundreds of years of tradition of encouraging the court not to be political outside of the fact that they're not supposed to be in definition. I will say too, Barrett, he was really into fucking dolls too. So that could have been a part of it. They were just against him like, of course. Yeah. At that that time, it was China dolls. (laughs) He's been fucking, fucking these porcelain faces and breaking every one of them. I got to pay for a new one. Next All the week. medical procedures they were getting tired of it. The t- U.S. Right. tax, U.S. taxpayers were paying for it. Don't look at me like that, Rich. Porcelain <laughs> faces, China, China dolls. I'm trying to figure out how the they do it. Old dolls. <laughs> I just shove it straight in, man. It's like a goddamn hurricane. Do they, do, do they bat- bore a hole first, or <laughs> if, it, if we know if it was that, Mike? Yeah, we, if 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 it means boring a hole with your dick. Yeah, yeah. It's just not atomically possible for Donald Trump to do it, so he certainly will never be accused for fucking a Russian doll with a microphone. Ketchup popsicle? (laughs) No, just just fucking his daughter. That's all. Well, fantasizing about it at least. Yeah, Yeah, she ain't gonna. She's the one who fucked him with this hearing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, big guy. Are we going to get these guys for being political? I'm going to go ahead and tell you that's unlikely as well. I hate to be the pessimist here, but we're talking 200 years since somebody's been impeached on the Supreme Court. Probably not happening. 220 years, in fact. So where do we go for here? What do we do? 
I do want to kind of go around the table and and just kind of, I know I kind of spoke to some of Brandon's reaction, at least us discussing immediately, but just kind of where your thoughts were at immediately when you heard the news, maybe where you were at, uh, if, if that's worth reporting or whatever. So I'm going to start with Ridge. Yeah, like I didn't expect it at all. I was, we were actually on vacation. We got back to our place and just chilling. I hadn't been on my phone all day. First thing, as soon as I pop open my phone, Updates. Supreme Court has yeah. overturned Roe v. Wade. And I was just like, Are I wasn't surprised really. I'm not surprised by anything anymore because it's just, yep. it doesn't matter. Like, I agree. Whatever is on the far right is pretty much going to go anymore. I guess kind of just, just felt hopeless. Like, yeah. it's right. just afraid you know. of like what my daughter's going to grow up in. Right, right. In this future. Like, absolutely. Like, I even had like my, my aunt was texting me and I didn't even expect that. And she was like, did you see what happened? And I was like, yeah. Right. She's like, this is just disgusting. Absolutely. Like she's, she's like, it's not going to stop there. And I was like, it's not. They're going to come after a whole a slew of things after this, which I mean. Right. I mean, look what's going to happen. Thomas is kind of right. saying, you know. They are definitely going to revisit other things, one of which today was. So essentially, elections are led by the state to some degree, but they have to follow federal guidelines. Now they're going to revisit a conversation when the court's back in session about how they approach elections being ran, so federal elections. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, is being drummed back up because of the 2020 controversy. The False big lie. The big lie. Oh, you mean that whole thing where we have a hearing of a bunch of different people talking about how... The president said insurrectionist. got this big gorilla fucking Cheeto monkey. And I, I can't even say he's that big. He's just a fucking fat ass, just like trying to grab over the seat and put other people in danger. Of a man, the president of the United yeah. States, absolutely, and didn't care that people had weapons as they were marching on the Capitol. In fact, wanted them to. Yeah, and even if even if the Secret Service, because the attorney I was talking about, had stated that there were some reports that the Secret Service denied those things, even if that's not true, right? Because she heard it in a conversation from a little way away or whatever. The very fact that this man is trying to get out to these individuals rally behind them to be their leader to lead them into the Capitol and said it moments before, that should tell you he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else besides the people that are walking into that Capitol trying to kill. That's what I was going to say. People are talking about hanging Nancy Pelosi and you know what I mean? And trust me, trust me, I don't like any of those cocksuckers either, but I wouldn't wish death upon them. Right. I I don't. And if you need to watch a documentary that will actually... Open your fucking eyes a little bit. Four hours at the Capitol from HBO. I watched the insurrection on the yeah, news. Yeah, me too. Has right. it happened? This documentary and the things that happen and the things that they tried to impede Antifa from fucking doing or Black Lives Matter. I'm like, those those black lives would have fucking died that day if they kept on doing this. Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Sorry. Didn't mean to go off on a no, no, no. You're making valid points. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm saying what everybody else is thinking. I just, right. or, or as already said a million times before. But okay, this is <laughs> this is fascist. Right? It is, yeah, straight for sure. up. Where's that? I mean, it's where's that? About the <laughs> yep. the egomania, the megalomania that Trump the actions Trump subscribes to. Everything that day, especially the more and more that you're hearing, which you think you can't hear anything that's unbelievable, but you do. Like, you know, the woman's testimony, the the aide in the cabinet here a few days ago where she was talking about Trump throwing his plate and ketchup running down the White House wall and trying to take control of the vehicle. <laughs> I, for, I mean, honestly, I want to be a fly on the wall watching this fucking 
child. Man child. This massive fucking uh, what's that duck from the cartoons where it's like Hue- baby Huey? Yeah, the duck. He's like oh. a baby Huey just flying. <laughs> yeah. His food's flying everywhere. Baby Huey's w- way more attractive. There's ketchup running down the walls and a bunch of Secret Service like. Really? <laughs> this is this is our commander in chief. This is what I signed yeah. up for. This is what I right. signed up for. It's Pretty an embarrassment. Man. Has a tantrum. Besides Ronald Reagan is goddamn jelly beans. I mean, that's pretty- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Josh, where were you when the news hit you, and and what was going on with you? Yeah, I was a I was actually at home, and I wasn't really paying attention much to the news or any of my notifications. I actually got a text from my wife, who actually seen it before me, and she's like, "Can you believe this?" And I was like, "Holy shit, dude, they did it." You know what I mean? I just I, I couldn't like part of me like Rich said I wasn't shocked, but part of me is like really like we're really gonna this we're gonna start doing this. This is you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like you know like he said, you almost get like the sense of feeling helpless. Like, what do we do? How do we stop it? Is yeah. it you know what I mean? Like for sure. So yeah, and you know just having conversations with my wife and you know her concerns, you know and. Like you said, like you guys have said, you got family members, you've got friends that are going to, you know, possibly put it, be at risk over this. And, right. you know, it's not right, man. It's just not right. That's how I still feel about it. I'm still angry. I'm trying to stay angry about it in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like you have to stay angry, stay motivated, stay motivated about right. trying to help and fix the situation in any way I can. Just being an ally for women and just feeling awful. Just Today, we're going to not just sit here and rant and, and bitch and moan, not to right. say that that's what Josh is doing right yeah, now, absolutely. but we have some solution for fo- for folks too. We are going to get to that eventually yeah. if you'll bear with us, but we're just trying to humanize the situation, talk about where we're coming from as men and, and supporter of women. So that's why I want to get to what Brandon, because I'm sure he had a moment before he called me. So I was uh, doing a volunteer opportunity at my legal office and I heard off to my right, vividly my boss say they they fucking did it and this person doesn't cuss uh, and i asked her and I, she told me and immediately after i called barrett uh but i do want to start off with a good thing so whenever i heard about this i texted you guys and i texted my wife uh and i've never seen my wife so pissed off about something before especially politically uh she tends to agree with a lot of stuff that I say and have her own opinions too, but she also like isn't very outspoken about it. And I've never seen that side of her, but she was outspoken uh, from letting everybody know what she thinks to buying t-shirts to profess what she feels to I'm going to be right there with you on a, at a protest uh, whenever you go. So the good thing is it's not just my wife. This is going to fire up a lot of fucking people. And what they don't realize is, yes, they hide behind a fucking, and I'm going to say an iron curtain, because that's how they're fucking acting like Absolutely. right now. Right. They're acting like they're untouchable, like like Putin is. And, and, and anybody can fucking, oh, oh, he's not, they're not that bad, they're not that bad. It's the same fucking thing going on right there. Mm-hmm. Call a spade they a spade. Don't want, they want to skirt around the fucking truth and tell you one thing. And then they do it blindly. These people look at it. All these people that look like fucking Emperor Palpatine. I don't know why all Republicans look like that. Good, good. I I see them all fucking walking into Dollar Tree all the fucking time. Mitch McConnell's a Sith for sure. (laughs) It's like a Sith turtle. Look at all of them. Yeah. Which I don't don't want to fight that fucking thing either. Just squash that motherfucker. Uh, But, so there's some good things that come out of this. Now, 
the other good thing is I got a mother who has been predominantly conservative her entire married life. I'll say that because my dad used to be conservative, blah, 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 took our jobs. Fuck that. So even she is like, I, I brought up, I sent a text to everybody, something to the effect of, I said, they're probably going to go crazy. Or my mom said, they're probably going to go crazy. And I said, good. And she's like, I agree. I was so blown away by that shit that somebody can fucking step away from how they've been programmed to believing in something that is, they know is wrong. Well, good on your mom. So so, round of applause for your mom. I'll say those two Mm, good things. The third thing I'll say is not so good. Clarence Thomas can eat my fucking chode. What a piece of shit to stand by the fucking law and sit there and talk about how you appreciate the law. You're a federalist. You want the structure of the constitution to be followed. You fucking lied you piece of shit, and your wife went to the fucking Capitol, and what is she, or, or sorry, pushed for these things to happen at the fucking Capitol, and what do you have to fucking say for it? Well, this, uh, the voter rights thing that we alluded to earlier is actually a part of the narrative that she was trying to drive, as, lo- as well as many other Trumpers, with the false election claims and trying to get things changed to where the federal government didn't have any say-so on how state-led elections were ran, essentially. But there needs to be a consistency. There needs to be a governing body just to hold everybody accountable. You know what I'm saying? At that upper level, considering, you know, that's kind of what helped protected things from happening poorly with the 2020 election specifically because we had a system of checks and balances in place. But these people are literally talking about removing those things and abiding to lawful elections. You know, that this is creating a precedent. Well, I'll use that word, precedent. That, <laughs> that they are uh, essentially saying it's okay for you to do your own thing in this state. You know, like uh, Mike Parsons today signed a law into bill that you have to have a photograph ID at the polls. You cannot take just simply your voter registration card anymore. Mind you, the one that the county clerk sends you, the one who's in charge of your local elections. But you have to take photo ID now. Here's the, here's the thing that I want to know about illegal immigration. We could talk for hours, and I'll keep this short because I know we're on a time frame. Hey, give the immigrants, give all of the immigrants that have come here illegally, right? Ship them to a nice place and see what your fucking economy does. Exactly. Because I assure you, it will fucking tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I assure you. You use these people, and then you fucking banish I don't know the exact demographic, but I know that, like, a, a large portion of the workforce on the west side of the United States is oh, immigrants, and majority Florida, of that number are illegal immigrants. <laughs> Even on the east coast in New York. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get us diverted, but I'm just going on my rant. I'm pissed off. Is there any stories since the ruling outside of just our immediate reactions that anybody wants to share? It's maybe an interaction you had with a coworker outside. I mean, Brandon gave us some here just now. You know, he had some unexpected responses from his mother and his, he talked about his wife coming out of her show politically a little bit more and, and being a little bit more proactive and taking on an activist mindset in some respects. But has anybody else had any for good, bad or indifferent, surprising um, interactions post the only thing i've really heard and it's not necessarily this is not a good thing but you know like uh, the effect of this being overturned is already starting to happen in missouri even for my trigger law yeah yeah my wife uh she's a nurse and she knows several nurses that work at several different hospitals around here and they were sharing some conversations between nurses that were working at some of the bigger hospitals in st louis yeah like there was this girl that apparently had a you know a dead child inside her womb Mm -hmm. and she's passed 
the mark, but now they're worried with all the laws. Like they can't give her the medication to actually get her to abort this dead fetus inside of her. And now they're worried that she's going to go septus, get infection, and it's probably it could kill her. You know what I mean? Absolutely. it's a logical thing, you know what I mean? And this is already happening. This just happened this week, and there's already women that are like, you know, they could lose their lives over this, you know what I mean? It's just, that's the only thing that I've had outside of what's going on, what I've read on social media that I've right. I've heard of, so. So there's some, like, human interest stories that I guess we're kind of removed from in some senses that I've heard as well. So even in the news, you know, there's talk of, and clearly let's, we should just define Missouri's current situation. So you can quote-unquote, have an abortion up to eight weeks. Right. There's a cutoff, right? But there's a cutoff, right. Uh, that being said, most women don't even know that yeah. they're pregnant until, right. you know. Yeah. I mean, I think in our pregnancies, it was like nine or ten weeks, I want to say, at least on one or if not two occasions. Right. And I understand that's just a week or two difference. But, again, you're talking about missing Trump's the part. Trump's been in his third trimester for like <laughs> <laughs> years. That's the problem. He aborted and lived. <laughs> uh, the thing is, they'll all still get abortions, like yeah, all and that's oh, yeah, and yeah, children and shit like that. Yeah, we should not go without mentioning the fact that uh, I know that it was a, like a congressional seat in Arizona that he kind of went on line and talked about. Oh, I'm so proud, you know, toting the numbers in Arizona. Like we've been consistently the most pro-life state. And uh, some like OnlyFans chick hopped on there and was like, "Your son came in me and made me get Plan B the next day." Like quote tweeted him. Yeah. Online and she was getting a lot Talking of attention. A, man. Yeah. So that more of that type oh, of shit needs to happen. A lot of activism over at OnlyFans. Absolutely. Fucking good for sure. them. Go for yeah. it. God bless them. I support them all. I agree. Ridge, you got any? Before we got on the call, you mentioned something that you got in a text from an aunt that you didn't really expect. That just really surprised me. Um, I mean, not really too much story. We were just like. But it's weird to see just... all the different people come out. And be, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know what like, I mean. I didn't expect that from my aunt, who is. I wouldn't say like a pro-Trump. But I guess kind of on that like conservative side, right? But, Product I of mean, her area and time and situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's, I mean, she's worried about like what they're gonna do now with like contraceptives and stuff like Absolutely. that because like I've got like a young cousin who has to take like a hormone like sort of. I, I'm not. I don't want to. You know, know all of her business. Yeah, I don't want to know. Aware but it. anyways, just it's yeah. to keep her regulated body regulated. Yeah. And if they do fuck up with some stuff with that, like she's screwed. Yeah. Like, so also it's going to get real weird, like and bad. With these trigger laws here in Missouri too, we should mention that what happened was, is Missouri got together as a state and made a decision that, okay, if Roe v. Wade gets overturned immediately, we're going to enact this. And it was because Roe v. Wade actually protected abortions for people across the entire United States. Mm-hmm. Right. So whenever it got repealed, that that's why you call it a trigger law, because if this happens, then that happens. You know, if A happens, B happens. Immediately you couldn't have an abortion, and there are no exemptions for rape or incest. Yep. And it's still even tricky if it's medical-related, but it's pretty much safe to say that it ain't going to happen. That's that's pretty extreme. I believe that was what the case was in Texas. They had a trigger law that went into effect as well. Governor, Governor Abbott, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, heard in the news, or I'm sure you already have. Uh, so Governor Abbott, he said it in place, hey, so any of these chicks that you see that are going to get an abortion in another state, you tattletale on them. Yeah, I did yeah. see this. Or, or if, they right. try and get a, if they try and get an abortion in-state, tattle on them. And he was offering a reward. So this was leading me to what I was talking about all you guys about in the text chain 
So I'm sitting there after, I mean, it's depressing this whole fucking week. I, I want to fucking punch holes through every goddamn thing I can, but, uh, I get a phone call at the legal office. It's a woman and she's like, Hey, and it's his, she doesn't even wait for me to like, Hey, what? Hello, whatever legal office. Not going to say that. She goes, Hey, just so you know, somebody on the uh, spouse's page here in Texas is saying that they're going to, Hey, any woman reach out to her and she'll keep it secret. It'll be just between them. Uh, she'll drive them to New Mexico to get them an abortion. And I don't think it's right. I, I mean, Governor Abbott said that we're supposed to. And I'm like, okay, so it's it's not illegal. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I go, you can cross county line or state lines right. to get an abortion right now. Nothing as such has been passed. Well, I just thought you should know. <laughs> I'm like, thank you very, thank you very much. In my head, I'm thinking because I have to still stay right, professional. Yeah. Thank you very much for being such a cunt that you have to fucking mention Jesus. this to everybody here. Right, yeah. Like, what? Like you thought to tattle on somebody that is obviously that you don't know. If there's one, if there's one person here that would love to see an abortion and dreams about it, fucking beats off to it at night. Raise your fucking hand. If there's one person in here that goes, man, gay marriage gets me off. Like, or that's the only reason I, I'm just thinking about me. Like, besides that, I know. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, like, these people think that, and I agree, the far left is bad. But these people think that the left is trying to introduce all this bullshit to them that is demonic. None of us have an interest. I don't have a fucking interest. Why? Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, it kind of goes into the satanic panic. It's a fake madness right. or even reefer madness. You know, the other things that we've right. talked about on the show mm -hmm. before. Let's talk about what we can do for women and how we can support them. So obviously, first and foremost, which we could have started this whole thing off with that. We put up a little, you know, social media thing day of the ATI podcast that is did and just, you know, started out the conversation by saying we're sorry. Right. Apologies. Because this is honestly, yes, I understand that Amy Comey Barrett is on the Supreme Court and she made a decision to strike this down. However, these decisions are being typically made by men and, and in large majority, as is the case here. Where do we go from here? Really, quite frankly, the answer is let's find out what we can do. So we already talked about how it's very unlikely that we're going to impeach these judges. You know, I, I'm not saying that it's impossible, but definitely, definitely not through the avenues at which you think it is. They're not going to get perjury, for right. example. Right. Okay, what's next? Well, Biden today made an announcement that he was ready to end the filibuster to codify Roe v. Wade. There's allusions to Biden striking some sort of deal here in the last few hours as well with Mitch McConnell appointing a federal judge. So what I'm assuming is, I don't have the details yet because we literally read it before we started right. recording. Right, yeah, it just come up. Is that maybe this is a tit-for-tat thing to get rid of the filibuster. If that's the case, appointing one federal conservative judge, I mean, think about all the district courts that there are in the entire United States. I'll take that trade any day. Quite yeah. frankly, yeah. I mean, if even we can protect I don't like Roe trading <laughs> and women's but, rights, I'm yeah. Yeah, you know, if that if that's what they're doing to get to that, but also there's been many political deals go sideways, and people have went back on their word, and people have said one thing, done another. So especially like, like a snake like Mitch McConnell, <laughs> Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, all those fucks. Did you hear what that motherfucker was saying this morning too? Which one? If uh, McConnell, Cruz? oh, he was saying. Uh, <clears throat> He's going to resign if the Republicans don't win everything back. 
He said that he would resign. I was like, all right, baby, let's fucking do this. Let's go. Please do it. <laughs> I doubt it. But I'm just saying that's what he was saying this morning. He's going to be like Gigi Allen. He's going to be like Gigi Allen. He's going to keep saying he's going to do all this shit. And he's like, I'm going to show you I'm going to stay. And I'm going to throw shit on you <laughs> because just that's what because you want. I want You to. want me to leave. <laughs> I'm going to cut my dick open, sling some blood on you, yeah. poop in my hand, and just sling it all over the Senate. The only person besides, like I imagine all Republican men all called their wife mother. Oh, uh, just like Mike Pence, oh, and and I imagine that the only one that doesn't do that is Lindsey Graham because you're gay as fuck, motherfucker. Like everybody knows it. Don't hide it. Just come out. He's with that. Uh, what was that kid from Marco Florida? Rubio? Oh well, him too. <laughs> well, we all know Marco Marco Rubio was working the streets when he was a teenager. <laughs> Oh man, there's something about. So was that kid Graham. in a wheelchair? <laughs> yeah, that's who I was talking about. Who? What was uh, uh, Madison Cawthorn? Yeah, that's it. That guy. Yeah. Madison Cawthorn, who sounds like a fucking Civil War general that was reincarnated. The South will rise again. Get re- <laughs> his whole body didn't get reincarnated. Reincarnated. The part where his legs got blown off by a cannonball have still stayed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a fucking sleazeball, that guy. So let's talk about a, something that's that we can do. Here's really something very simple. Let's disobey the law. How do we do that? Yeah. In an eth- eth- that's what I'm talking about, right? baby. Well, I'm about to tell you how to do that. <laughs> you guys heard of this thing called telemedicine? Everybody uses it nowadays. Telemedicine is an option. You can actually, over 60% of abortions in this country already before the Roe v. Wade decision were being performed with pills. And these are pills that doctors can prescribe you. Now, of course, depending on what state you're in, that might be an issue. Well, here's the thing about telemedicine. Whenever you get on a telecall, you might be on a call with a a physician in a different state. So there's no jurisdiction over what medication is sent to you in that regard. Not yet, baby. Some states are, yes, trying to put laws into practice now because they're catching on to this loophole. However, there's still a way around that. And we're going to give that resource to you today. There is a way to do a telemedicine appointment with doctors in Europe the Netherlands specifically. Oh, nice. Who can send you birth control pills in the mail, and they do not give a shit if the U.S. or any of its states try and sue them because they they're don't in care Europe. They don't give a anything. fuck, dude. <laughs> what are you going to do? And you said Norway's doing that? Uh, Netherlands. Netherlands. That's Netherlands. same difference. Yeah. Tip of the fucking top up there, and they actually care about people. Right. So some other stats we want to consider, too, because, of course, regardless where you're at, because the next things that are coming are religious exemptions as well, regardless of what state you're in. So a stat to be very aware of. And now I'm just talking one denomination here. So let's talk about Catholic. There's a lot of Catholic hospitals. There's tons in Missouri specifically, tons in St. Louis specifically. Catholic hospitals in the entire United States, they make up for one in every six beds in hospitals. So I'm going to tell you that right now, they're going to, as a religious entity, because the Catholic Church doesn't support abortion, going to start taking policies against performing abortions, regardless of what, or at least it's going to be attempted. It's going to be attempted and try to use a religious exemption even in states that it's lawful. So again, we need to know how how can we disobey these laws? How can we disobey these practices? How can we disobey these policies? I can't encourage folks enough to not depend on the legal system right now. Don't expect things to work out because they haven't. This government doesn't give a fuck about you, as many people have expressed here today on this call. What's an interesting way, you know, going about with these abortions, doing the pill, is that they can't tell whether or not you took a pill. Because right. the essentially the act is a miscarriage. So whenever you go into the hospital, you report that you're having a miscarriage. 
and they treat it as such. There's no way for them because they're essentially just taking some hormones to enact the miscarriage procedure. So if you go to the hospital and say you're having a miscarriage, they have to treat you. They can't turn you away. There's no right. way that they can mm-hmm. check and see if you took any pills. They might ask you, but you tell them no, so what? Tell them it's none of their fucking business if they ask you. Absolutely. It's medical privacy. The call to action is let's learn about pills. Let's support independent clinics. And I'm going to tell you why that's still important to do. And support abortion funds specifically. So independent clinics and abortion funds are two different things. I'm going to define those for you. So let's learn about pills. There's a couple different resources online. There's a thing called Plan C Pills. That is one of the providers that I'm talking about that will get you hooked up with telehealth medicine and that sort of stuff. There's another website called I Need A as an Apple. So short for abortion. So I Need A is another website that you can learn more about pills and what to do. I'm going to get into the clinic talk. So supporting independent clinics. How do we do that? Well, first and foremost, let's do not support Planned Parenthood. And it's not because Planned Parenthood doesn't do other things other than abortion. It does. But Planned Parenthood is a part of this frontal attack because they get a lot of federal funds. Planned Parenthood in and of itself, unfortunately, is not going to be the best resource to invest in. So there are two different websites you can go to. It's called Keep Our Clinics. And then there's National Abortion Federation. You can go to both of those websites and find what independent clinics that you can support financially. There are... This is not a part of my three plan phase here, but allegedly there are some, and this is a little bit of virtue signaling, quite frankly, but there are some employers out there that are advertising, Disney being one of one of the more prominent ones. There's a whole bevy of them. If you are an employee of a large corporation, a, we'll call it a grand, we'll call it a legacy corporation, you kind of your Procter and Gambles and that sort of thing, go to human resources, go and see if they're supporting women's health, transportation, or providing stipends. Uh, St. Louis City, specifically Kansas City, are both as city administrations in discussions right now for passing policies to actually cover women transportation to go get women's health procedures done out of state. That's another option to consider, too. So I just people don't overlook your employer as a possibility. Maybe right. something's changed and they just haven't publicized it. The next thing is going to be funds. So how do we how do we support with funds? Well, you need to support state organized and targeted funds specifically. So yes, there is a Missouri abortion fund. You think, why would I do that? Because we can't do abortions in Missouri. Well, the fund is actually for they will cover transportation for said abortions. They'll cover childcare for you while you go get an abortion. So you can have childcare. Somebody can sit with your kids or whatever the case is. There's a lot of other you know, benefits that are being provided through a state-specific-led program. And it is in our interest to invest in those because each state is different. And if you do want to help out in your own state, you, quite simply, you would go to the Internet, look for a state-organized or targeted fund for abortions for Missouri. There is a Missouri one specifically. In Brandon's case, there's one in Texas and so on and so forth. So this this is the three-plan, uh, the three-phase. So let's learn about pills. Uh, let's talk about supporting independent clinics. And let's talk about state-led funds. Even if you can only give $5 or whatever the case is, try to do so. It'll help because you are directly affecting women who don't have the means to do so otherwise. Just just do your research because there's a lot of emails I've been getting that they're taking advantage of this and taking advantage of people's money too. So do some research. All you got to do, this is the research you do. It's not on Facebook. Right. It's not your uncle. On Google. And then like not from a high media tier like entity do your research political al jazeera they may be left-leaning in some certain circumstances but especially on this you should probably pay attention to a bbc 
another good source. They've been covering this whole fucking thing, all reputable. So if, you know, doing huge web searches and it just seems all... Yeah, I can understand how somebody's coming at this with a defeatist attitude to begin with. They're discouraged. You know, we've all voiced our discontent and how we're discouraged right now. But even then, there's other resources. So if it's easier for you to, like, listen to a podcast, nice, easy, short podcast, uh, New York Times, in, uh, NPR, they both do a daily podcast. They're relatively short, usually, you know, no more than 25 minutes, as short as 10 minutes in some instances. And they often, whatever the hot political topic is, so there's a lot of abortion uh, program heavy stuff in the last two weeks, that they have actually been providing websites, resources, been talking to advocates, been talking to, you know, politicians, reporters, people that have covered the Supreme Court for 50 years, just every, addressing it from every avenue. So if you just want a good topical. ACLU as well. Oh, absolutely. ACLU. Uh, and I believe that they have email contacts. So even if you think that you might have something for them to pursue in representation of you, definitely get a hold of them. And uh, of course, ACLU is anything civil liberties related. So it's not just abortions. If you feel that you're being a victim of a hate crime or a sexist related or ageism or anything like that, ACLU is a great resource. And highly unpoliticized for the most part. Right, right. Uh, up until recently, they started getting into a little bit of political shit that they need to just keep their toes out. Please just be a saint for us. Right. Yeah. Be an organization that does have no fucking ties and has the funding. Kind of want to also talk. We, we, we privately, as the, I'll call us the ATI Podcast Collective, have talked about what we would like to do in the future. So, And I'm just mentioning this now because hopefully we can get some feedback on what the actual interest of this is. But we have kind of have an idea to kind of do an old school compilation like back in the day like uh, right to right, right. love suicide on our arms or something yeah the suicide yeah. prevention okay i got you yeah like so kind of that same ideology there it's kind of like you too uh whenever they were doing like holding hands across the world they forced that album yeah if you had yeah. itunes on like, everybody's they, yeah phone yeah. yeah like that well i mean you get a free song man you get a free song yeah, right for sure. and i mean bono's song. voice is like an angel so he gives you a bono a big time this is a uh, bono for bonos video <laughs> Yeah. Anybody that's watching on video, this is a uh, preview of hopefully Clarence Thomas. The, the cover. Clarence Thomas, if he wasn't aborted, because this gar guaranteed was how he looked whenever he came out. And that's the little baby Jesus up there. <laughs> so kind of what our idea is, is we're going to be speaking to some local artists, artists that we've had on the show here before, see what their interest is in contributing a, a track toward the compilation uh, there will be digital options at a lower cost. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get some tape productions we talked about, so a physical media as well as a T-shirt uh, design. So we're all working on this together uh, as the collective and are going to be reaching out to some of the bands, and I know some of the bands listen to us. So this is kind of our idea, and I'll be speaking with some of those as soon as this weekend to see what we can get in motion. So as more things develop with that, we'll put it out there. But that's definitely the intent. If you're an artist that you happen to be listening to this and you think that this is a cause you want to support, hit us up, DM us on any of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's all fine. Gmail even. If you want to hit us on our Gmail, it's in the in the tag at the end of the show, but it's atipodcastquestions at gmail.com. I do check it daily, so hit us up there too. So we're, we're welcome to you know hearing for submissions and that sort of stuff. Anybody that wants to help, anybody that's feeling heavy on their heart you know, with the situation, we're definitely, we got to do this together. You know, this needs to be a collective mindset. And uh, regardless of how much it is or isn't, you know, all the funds and proceeds will be going to 
the Missouri Fund specifically for abortions, so uh, so that we can help provide and facilitate those resources for women that just need trying them. to be a good ally, you know, and I mean? and just be an ally in the cause. So, right. you mind if I say one last Go thing ahead. before we get off here? In a non-angry way, I'm going to tell you this: we we heard about several different things that can help out women in this fight to disobey the law. Hey, full power to you. Here's another thing. Us dudes got to take a back seat. We got to support our women. Yep. In any way that we can. Right. People that we're related to or people we don't even fucking know. Right. We have to support these fucking people to be able to get through this so that we can fight the good fight. You got to take a back fucking seat, motherfucker. So all us four people talking about it, that's great. All said and done. But people like that in there, my wife. Who is that in there? Made her sound like an op. <laughs> Goddamn Texas God people. Goddamn, already went back on us here. Texas is rubbing off on you, boy. <laughs> no, it, people like that woman in there is. She's one of the strongest fucking people I know. Take up fucking arms in the sense that you need to be supporting things that are wrong. Right. Right. If you find a protest that's in a small town like Abilene, Texas, I don't know. Give a fuck about it. And go. On my son's birthday, I will be attending for at least one hour to a fucking protest because I don't want to show my kid that doing the right thing is a bad thing. Right, right. Go and do your fucking business. Support everybody that is a woman in your life and protect them because I guarantee she'd fucking protect, protect me over like anything. I'm the biggest fucking pussy on the planet. Yeah. That woman should whip your ass. Fucking kill somebody in a second. Right. <laughs> My wife's the same you way. Are not, you're not the you're not the strongest. Take a back seat and support every woman in your life or outside of it. Period. And to speak to the protest, um, I do know that there is some protests being organized uh, for the St. Louis area coming out what July 10th I think July is 10th and yeah. so uh, Sunday, I, July 10th yeah I'm in yeah. that I'm in that group on Facebook so like as I get more information I'll definitely share that with everybody too so and in the Farmington area they're actually doing one on the 4th of July there's already an invite going around about it oh, oh really good. yeah I know about that. on the 4th of July in Farmington well, at good. the courthouse Fucking so, a. and that they, that is the county seat and we'll post more on that in the group yeah. yeah, and if Barrett will allow it I'll uh, I, I don't think any listeners are in Abilene, Texas but I'll send him a uh, couple flyers and we can post them on social. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And like, like, if you guys have flyers, flyers for anything and you guys want us to share information, just reach out to us, you know, through socials, DMs. Absolutely. And, and this is starting to, I want to plug the ATI podcast community page. That's where you know, Facebook kind of gates what you do and don't do on kind of your fan pages. So we're noticing that we weren't getting the same exposure that we are with the group. We're getting a lot more interactions with the group. Our fans are getting to see posts. It's more interactive. People that listen to us, artists that have been on the show before can get on there and actually, you know, promote their events that they have coming up, albums, releases, that sort of stuff. So even this sort of thing is an opportunity. So feel free to to share in the group, ATI podcast community on Facebook specifically. Guys, I don't think we could have ended it any better, quite frankly. So I, I feel the need to just say support your women echo that once again as brandon said and and you know, yeah you said it the best brandon you really did that, yeah. that was uh, pretty much the best way you can put it and we gave you the resources <laughs> well, there, there is some there is some last words fuck you clarence thomas and all you goddamn yep, justices fuck you guys they don't give a fuck about women and i hope that someday you will I wish you were aboard <laughs> <laughs> amen brother fuck yeah. <laughs>
Hey, this is Josh from ATI Podcast. For show updates and news about the podcast, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash ATI Podcast 22, on Twitter at podcast underscore ATI, on Instagram at the ATI Podcast, on TikTok at ATI Podcast. DMs are always welcome. Have a question for the show? You can always email us at atipodcastquestions at gmail.com. Stay safe out there. This is Barrett from the ATI Podcast. Each week, Josh and I discuss current events, pop culture, music, TV, movies, politics, sports. Nothing is out of bounds. You can also tune in to learn about rising artists, small businesses, whether it's music, graphic design, filmmaking, or even a brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shop. We'll be spotlighting folks and their endeavors. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Anchor, or anywhere you enjoy your podcasts. Just search ATI Podcast. We would like to thank you for your continued support, and as always, please stay safe out there.